Hello, I am the instructor from Groundlings. Forget all other podcasts, they will not help you. Step 1. Listen to the map report. Good. Step 2. Laugh. Good. Now it's funny. Left my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for All right then, in that case, welcome to member report number 57 November 21st, 2006 is it Purim? It's Purim, isn't it? <laughs> I knew it. Yahtzee! I'm going to go for the triple bonus. And <laughs> What's going on, everybody? My true joy thing. So as, You're going to have you... to forgive my lack of enthusiasm. I'm uh, recovering from a migraine. I actually stayed home from work today. Not to do the map report like I normally stay home from work for, but actually right, I'm right. in pain. So you were going through. Well, we're sorry about that, and I think that probably it, it probably is good that there's only one person on your coast um, this week, so that we don't have to like cause you more potential bandwidth problems that will go into your brain and cause you migraines again. So We've swung the coastal balance. That's right. I am in Eagle oh, Studios, no. ladies and gentlemen, aligned. live in studio. Mr. Russell Gooberman, to the mic to my left. Hello, Russ. Why, thank you. Wow. <laughs> I, I feel so different this week. <laughs> I seem to have lost my list. I've been a, at a speech therapist the I last week. I didn't know week. you had Walter Cronkite coming on. And Good that's Lord, the way is it is this? with Where's my silky, Russ? smooth voice. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. Stephen picks seashells from the seashore. Sassafras. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, the sea ceaseth and twiceeth. The sea sufficeth us. <laughs> meanwhile, Story is the outcast. My <laughs> the audio quality. Story, it's better standard to rule in bandwidth hell quality. than serve in bandwidth heaven. God, I feel at home in Eagle Studios. I've got a Yankee cup of water. I can't even believe it. That's <laughs> uh, true. I gave him a Yankee fine. cup of water. Uh, uh, so Russ is out here visiting. Yeah, uh, he's here for Thanksgiving. He's actually visiting um, everybody in the world. Yes. And in, in the state of New York. To yes, including crazy people. Witness 56. We might get into that later on. And uh, oh, yeah. So that's what's going on this week. We want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Story, have you um, have you got everything set for the turkey? And you've got have you got things all set for tofurkey? Tofurkey. Tofurkey. Right. Um, we, we talked about yeah, this before. You don't you like know, tofurkey, do you? I, I'm not a fan of tofurkey. I'm not right. a fan of fake meat of any kind. Turkey or otherwise. Yeah. Beef, tripe, fake tongue is really bad. Like all fake of it. tongue. It's, none of it's any good. It really doesn't compare to real tongue. I'm sure they make it. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> sure. There's nothing like snacking yeah. on a big cow's tongue. I mean, it's tongue. not just made for vegetarians. While you're watching the ball game. It's also made for for lonely, <laughs> lonely single people. But uh, most oh, of dear God, that's terrible. Oh, oh everyone's Gosh. upset. So yes, I found out what indeed. a turducken is. There it is. I guess I should have known this already. Did you know that a turducken is a turkey? Is a power forward for the San Antonio Spurs. That too. Oh, which reminds me, I saw a football player the other day who had on his jersey Tank Johnson. 
a guy for the Houston Texans. His name is Tank Johnson. Like Tank Abbott, the UFC fighter? Like Tank the Tack McNamara, the stupid comic that you used to read when you were like five. Okay. Oh, that was only me. You've bested me. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I win. win. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, Tank like Johnson. Like a tank in Tiananmen Square. Exactly yeah. like that. But he's got yeah. Tank Johnson. It's because they have another Johnson tank, on the tank team. So he's yeah. Tank. and that, that one Tank. Yeah, Tank Johnson. The one in the front. Uh, over the right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we all know which. There's only one Tank. The picture with <laughs> Tank Johnson, you know the that, Houston Texan in front of the Chinese entire... guy, and the Chinese guy was waving his flag. He's like, right. please don't run me over. And then Tank Johnson runs him over. Right. That picture. The we entire that. crackdown was just that one tenacious tank that just <laughs> exactly. kept going and doing that over and over and over again. That scene. They kept repositioning people. the camera. Yeah. Okay, do it again. The best exactly. job in the world would have been to be the second tank in the cavalry unit because you're just there and you're just like, "What are you doing? Oh, not my fault. I'm just in the parade. I didn't do anything. I, I'm the backup no tank. The guy's like right leaning up. out of the turret, being like, "What's the holdup? Come on, we're supposed to mow things down here. Come on. We're supposed to oh, be honoring Deng Xiaoping." What's wrong with you? Look alive, people. Look alive. The light turned green five years ago. Good Lord. <laughs> Come on. What? What? There's only one shade of protester. Come on. Keep going. Yeah. These roads have been blocked off for ten years. Nobody's ever driven here. What's the problem? What's going on? Let's go. Oh, man. But, treads? but yeah, so turducken. Turkey filled with chicken filled with duck. That's turducken. Yes, I've, and I've heard de- and deep fried for extra cholesterol benefit. Is this like benefit, the John yeah. Madden bird with like eighteen legs? Yeah. and yeah, it's like, like but it's like there's one is bird. stuffed in the other. They're like, we can't just stuff one into the next. We're going to stuff a third bird into the other birds, on top of it. Like we can't, you know, we can't That's... stop with one bird. We're going to just go over the top and really make you into a meat eater, like at all at once. Clearly, someone needs to stuff a turk duck in, into an emu, and then we'll have a very... <laughs> Perish the thought! Do you know what that would mean? Oh my god, Story, I'm horrified. Yeah, that See, when you do that, that's called Tekken. It's called Tekken 3. I'm <laughs> 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 inside an emu. You just skip the steps. <laughs> it's all gets abbreviated to Tekken. And you flip it up in the air out of the what? oven, and you kick it into the wall, <laughs> right. and everybody eats it as it explodes. And then, Tekken in a cross-reference, it says fatality. <laughs> yeah. Turkality. And then your face ends up silky smooth. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the things that I don't... I don't understand because of the emo glands. Anyway, so oh, oh, right there. vegetarians, <laughs> That's good. you know, vegetarians believe sort of all animals are equal. It's fine. It's consistent. There's all of these movements now. You know, what you're saying of like, oh, God, somebody could eat an emu, but you eat all these other animals. And there's all of these animal cruelty things. There are people who are going to jail for being cruel to dogs. You have a story. We don't do the turkey okay show. Slaughter cows I mean, <laughs> by the millions. You know what I'm saying? If the yeah. rule of thumb is I'm whatever saying, is cute is what you don't eat. That's right. totally exactly. straightforward right. morality. Dogs, we don't eat them here. In, in Asia, they don't happen to think dogs are as attractive. They don't have cute dogs in Asia. No. A lot of ugly-ass Stupid, dogs. And yet Martin Short runs free. How, <laughs> Martin how is this Short? possible? Yeah. <laughs> how is Martin Short running free? And how did I miss the connection? Is I this really a second three moment? It's a pretty unattractive guy, right? No? Is that not... Oh, uh, Martin Short. That's huh? true. He's not attractive. That's your token I mean, unattractive <laughs> reference. He's the first person I thought of. I don't know. I'm, I'm a step slow today with the migraine, man. Tell, tell me about it. So, no, I mean, I'm actually, I, I'm just going to go out on the record. I'm against a lot of these animal cruelty laws because they do. They enforce this idea in people's minds that there's some sort of moral distinction between, uh, between dogs and cats because people happen to collect them for not food and cows and chickens because people have traditionally collected them for food. 
I don't think it's cool. See, it doesn't I, make any sense to me how as we a, can as have a slaughterhouse at the same time as people are going to jail for hunting dogs. As a conscious non-vegetarian, I think that a totally reasonable system is to just look at the brain size and the uh, cognitive ability of the animal, and so which means you can eat stupid okay. fish because fish are stupid and maybe not even conscious of themselves. And you shouldn't eat, you know, okay. dolphins because dolphins have an advanced society. And then and they may kick a, our ass. And everything else is gray. Too. They make everything else is shades of gray. <laughs> and so you have to decide okay, for yourself. I was gonna say, where are you gonna have your line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was looking very clear on dolphins forward to holding and, and you to tuna. a particular line. No. It's a big stratus cloud. Like, it's all it's foggy. Right between <laughs> it's foggy. An <laughs> underperforming dog and an overintelligent turtle. It's right yeah. there. Right there. That's the line. Right now, if you have like a disabled this dog one. that runs into the door, you can totally eat him. <laughs> oh, because it's terrible. He's just not up to par. <laughs> so, I have an announcement to make. Uh oh. Tomorrow, I am going to see a doctor. Wow. Hey, are you are you okay? No, I'm I'm more worried than excited. Congratulations. I think Story's limbs are falling off I mean, day by day. Be. You should be. That's yeah. true. Oh, all right. Let it's me let me read you that. I found my head in a trash can. And, today, and I, I think this is a sign of concern. Yeah, I was not so going to do it. New listeners are going to be like, that Greg is a bastard. He just clapped when his friend is going to the doctor. That's because Story's going to see a doctor, not because I'm happy he's sick. Um, I hope this is a necessary physical on, for when you Lukemia. try out for the Golden Woo. State Warriors or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the only good reason yeah. for you to go see a doctor. Big disease. You're going to Big see a doctor disease. because why? On. Show me lupus. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's picking up on my thread here. So, uh, I, you know, I was looking at my migraine log, which I've been keeping in a migraine log all, all year, and realizing that uh, I spend 5% of all hours awake or asleep with a migraine. And that so about the same as high. me playing MVP and, 2005. You know, <laughs> right, but it doesn't hurt oh, no, you. Oh, not 20%. Oh, oh that's what I thought you fifth, said. 5%. <laughs> Sorry. Right. So, um, you know, uh, it's a lot of time. And, uh, you know, this is the second time in, in a couple months that I've had to miss work for it. And, and I just figure, you know, it's been about a decade since I've talked to a medical professional about my lifelong migraine. So eh, maybe we can break the streak, you know. Does this mean you're going to and a specialist? Great, or is it just like a general practitioner no, incompetent idiot? In fact, I'm going, well, lo and behold, I have a doctor. I didn't know this. But because because I what? have Kaiser Medical Insurance. You're on file, fact, Mr. Clayton. The reason that I'm going tomorrow and not today is so I could get in with my doctor. How broken is our medical system that I don't even know I have a doctor, but I have to wait like 36 hours to see her because she's my doctor. This and totally fits to into your world story. And this is like. The personalized by this yeah. ethereal soul system of doctors where every person has their spiritual <laughs> connection of a doctor somewhere and whether you know it or not it doesn't matter they are soulmate. your doctor <laughs> yeah. a Russ, Russ doctor. has had it on the mind lately it's all sitting here <laughs> I'm confused exactly this is like you know like the McDonald's soulmate when you go in he gives you a Big Mac just the way you want it's a soulmate it's a, it's a McMate yeah it's a exactly. McSoul that's all it's all there burger that's made just for you yeah <laughs> exactly um, so you're going in to see this person. Yeah. So yeah, and they berated me for not having seen them in a long time. They were course. like, "Wow, you haven't been in here in a long time." And I was like, "Not since your ear infection." And I'm like, "Yeah, what can I say? I'm not a hypochondriac." I didn't say that. I and they were like, 
Really? Your doctor won't be in for another two months, we've just discovered. Oh, no! <laughs> By not a hypochondriac, he means I'm a Christian scientist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By which I mean I believe that God can handle it. believes yeah. in voodoo. Exactly. What are you hoping for from this doctor, may I ask? What are you, are you expecting and the doctor will solve it for you? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I worship Seti. I really don't know why... <laughs> I really don't know why I'm doing this. I've sort of been trying to critically analyze it. I mean, today it was just sort of, I think it was a knee-jerk reaction to having missed work again, and I really don't like missing work a lot, you know, especially for things that, you know, I feel like some people believe that they are things that should be more controllable than they are. And and I've come to work with about three migraines also. So, you know, it's, you know, people, and people have seen me in that mode, and my boss has then asked me not to keep doing that. <laughs> so, Triple migraine. So, migraine, migraine, migraine. Juggling migraines. Migraine. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of not very nice with migraines. I don't know. I, I, or something. I, I, there was the unfortunate you know, uh, execution at the water cooler so. incident, right? When you took out one of your... Right, yeah. exactly. With a paper clip. story invented a water cooler. Tech and three when they man. brought out the, uh, the, the Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey bird and he smashed it into the air. <laughs> They have another special edition of Tekken. Yeah. Left little fatty pieces for it's people true. to chew on. This is the vote green yeah. party move. You press up, down, up, down, left, 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 right, 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 and you do the up, you do the green party move. It's awesome. Super triple migraine fury, go now! Oh, 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 oh! Migraineality. Nader, 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 Nader. Oh, the triple Nader. Naderality. Oh, actually, no. It's just George Bush elected. That's that's all I have to give you. There's no fatality necessary. Uh, that's a lot of fatality, man. What yeah, are you talking is, about? I know, I know, seriously. That's like constant fatality. That's true. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm sure they're probably going to recommend drugs. They asked me if I was on any medication for them, which is funny because they're supposed to be my doctor, and they don't know if I'm on medication, and I haven't seen them in years. Makes me think You're like the prodigal son story. It isn't really working as effectively as it's supposed to. It's like, are you taking any Internet-based medications at this time? <laughs> Did you click the link? Oh, I do a podcast like, uh, once a week. No. Does that help? You're like, yes, I saw my dealer sooner than I saw you. That was, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it's not working anymore. The street street drugs aren't cutting it like they used to. Yeah, Story's That's medication is a real uh, medical professional. the brim of a Seattle Mariner's cap. That's his. <laughs> a, a dark room. Yeah. A so, dark room and a blindfold. But did they give you it's any true. hint about what yeah. kinds of things, like, are they going to... Because you're not... It's not like you're going to see someone like this down in Arkansas, where I've heard people tell horror stories about medical visits. Like, you're going to an enlightened, high-level medical area where they ought to be able to give you some, right? Some, I mean, alternative therapies, I mean, different ideas, uh, if there were, a new head. If I had a heart disease awesome. or cancer, <laughs> then... <laughs> You know, then I would be a little more sure that they could do something to help me. But Jesus. migraines, they know nothing about migraines. What, I they mean, can cure cancer now? I like, was look just going to say, <laughs> if I had an operable brain tumor, they I'd feel much, much better. That, like, have a pretty good rate of, you know, success. They could at least debilitate like you with radiation treatment. I know, seriously. At exactly. Least. They could at least try to kill me and hope the cancer dies first. No, you know, what I'm saying is... 
uh, migraines are just totally mysterious to them. They change their mind all the time. Like three years ago, they were sure it was convinced. It, they were convinced it was all about blood flow, and they prescribed these things that constricted people's blood flow and gave people strokes. And they're like, it's worth it, even with the chance of stroke, because your migraines will go away. And it wasn't very effective. And you know, now they d have totally discredited the theory about blood flow. They're like, ah, oh, it has nothing to do with blood flow. Well, our bad. Sorry about the stroke, you know. So <laughs> And plus they would treat I, I it with uh, flashing you in the face with that men in black mind eraser <laughs> thing and that totally just made it worse. Actually, story, what kind of a computer monitor it's do you true. have? Do you still have you don't have do you have a flat screen? Uh, do you have that Japanimation one that just flashes yeah, and makes you have seizures all the time? <laughs> That's the one. At work, too. Yeah, I don't know why. I get more migraines when I'm looking at it. I don't know why. Made. Yeah. It, it's true. Super it's happy. Fun I'm time. Computer windows now. <laughs> oh. Hey, boss, why do you keep a taser here? Oh. Yeah. But do you, you have a flat screen? It's, uh, I have a flat panel. Okay, have you do. Okay. He's a nice yeah. computer. I, I officially have the worst computer yeah. of the three of us. <laughs> I got the hookup. I'm very excited, Russ, gets to see my whole new uh, Eagle Studios layout with um, the no books put away in bookcases yet, but the computer is not working, <laughs> which shows you where my priorities are, right? The place um, that makes me sound yeah. like God. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so you're suspecting, you're suspecting yeah. drugs. You're not suspecting they're going to give you anything lasting or helpful. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm mostly I think I just want to talk to someone about it. I don't know. You know, it gets tiring to deal with this alone and I occasionally agree. read websites, but not really have anyone in my life who knows much about migraines or deals with migraines themselves. So, All right, I don't we're know. We're clearly not getting yeah, enough migraine-related voicemail then at the Mem Report. <laughs> no, seriously. Is crap. If make a story going to a doctor, seriously. you assholes, like, would you please tell him what to do? <laughs> He's now going to a completely random person. Uh, because you people is, quote, unquote, wouldn't call off an elf. <laughs> Who's supposed to help him? Honestly, Hello? God, if you are a MEP listener who has migraines, please do your duty. You have about one hour before, before it's too uh, late. The show. Uh, before it's too late. And I have to not fill a prescription and go another decade without what, talking I was going to say, what will happen? So, will they actually, I was going to say, if they give you a prescription, they'll be like, thanks, leave, and you'll never fill it, right? You'll just, you'll just walk out with a piece of paper. You won't even say likely. no, right? I mean, I'll definitely come home and read about all of the side effects and the people it's killed on websites and, you know, see what's happened and then talk to Emily about it, see if she's done any studies on that particular one. You know, I mean, at some point I might actually fill it and take one pill and see how I feel if it's really bad. Can you take a picture of yourself standing um, in line you know. at the pharmacy? <laughs> No, seriously. That is going to be exactly. freaking mint about 10 years oh, from now sure. when we're at Comedy Central. Oh, God. It's going to be mint. It's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, I'm not uh, not terribly optimistic, but uh, I'll get a doctor's note. They were willing to, this was also great, they were willing to give me a doctor's note by fax without seeing me today <laughs> when I course. talked to the advice nurse. And she, would, and she asked questions like, is this the worst headache you've ever had in your life? And I had to stifle a laugh. I was like, do you know how many headaches I've had in my life? I would not be able to pick up the phone if this were the worst <laughs> headache I'd ever had in my life. But, but, uh, but anyway, you know, so she's asking all these questions like, you know, uh, is this the worst headache you've ever had in your life? Do you work for, you know, Kaiser? Story. And it's like a replay like of the rough situation. Yeah. Or stories like two, yeah. six, yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> Two, Mother. Nine. Twenty-four. Venetian blind. One hundred and seven. Yeah. And then he said to her. <laughs> and eventually she's just like, "I'm sorry, sir. You're you're actually clinically dead at the moment." <laughs> oh, sorry. And I'm like, "Go oh, to church, oh, Corpse Department." Answer. B. B. Nazi. Madam. Not Nazi. If this were the They're worst like, well, headache I've around. had in my life, you would feel a sharp pain in your womb. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me no more yeah. questions. Send me to no. your doctor, quote unquote. <laughs> Bring in this alleged professional. <laughs> yeah. So they're asking me all these questions, and they're like, "Well, we can set you up. We, we'd like you to see your doctor." And I was like, "I have a doctor." And they're like, "Well, yes, Eileen Kim." Da 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 da. And I was like, "Okay." Um, but I really don't want to miss work tomorrow, and I'm hoping that the migraine will be over tomorrow. And they're like, oh, it's fine. Well, if you need doctor's notes, I mean, we, we'll fax you a doctor's note right now. What, what's your fax number? And I'm See, okay, I'm the next student that comes that in to bring me you the alleged doctor's me? note, the next student exactly. is like, I have a doctor's note. Saying. This is garbage. They could download it from doctorsnotesrus.org or something like that. Like, this whole thing is BS. It's, exactly. I was mind blown. I was like, really? You can just... Do that? You That's a new font on Microsoft Word now, too. Doctor's, doctor's font. Note font, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's all Along with completely illegible. Which is the same <laughs> as one day. <laughs> yeah. yes. Boom! The signature one. is like box uh, flower pot slash. <laughs> total gibberish. It's just a paw print for no reason. It's just like, what the hell is this? Umlaut, umlaut, umlaut. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Theta. Yeah. At, 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 at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Lord. that's funny so you've never yeah. have you ever been no, to I'm this really current excited. current like insurance i mean like because it's kaiser you said so have you ever been to kaiser have you been into one of these things yet um i yeah i went to i had an ear infection about a year two years ago and I self-diagnosed, and I went in, and I was like, I know what I have. It's an ear infection. Please give me these antibiotics. And they're like, let me take a look. Well, please wait six hours. Go <laughs> this out. is what happened to Russ. This is exactly what happened to me. So, Damn it. <laughs> it's true. So, you know, like and it was. And they were like, seven years later, you seem to have an ear infection, <laughs> and no one has fed you in many days. Uh, yeah. yeah so, you also suffer from malnutrition. Why, what has happened to you? Do you have a home? You're also homeless, right? It's and you have no true. job. Why is that? Oh, hey. Speaking yeah. of incompetence. And your brain has atrophied from boredom. Yeah. yeah. I uh, Did you guys know that I actually missed my flight coming in? You did. I did. Um, oh, really? It was... And this was... Because re- you know what happened at the end of last episode, for those of you who've been paying attention. So my life has been, like, kind of shaken oh, up yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of been out of my head. So <laughs> coming off of, like, one what of the best... time? Exactly. One of the best conversations of my, of my entire life on Friday night. Saturday was one of the worst days of my life. Like, right after it. And I'm like, okay, God's trying to kill me. He of doesn't. Course. He doesn't want it to happen. No, it's balance, man. <laughs> I, it's apparently. Balance. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Darth Vader kind of bad. He'll bring balance to the Force. How? By killing everybody. Well, you're everybody will you die. have a high midichlorian count. There will be balance. Fair, so, yeah. That's really how he did it. Dude, I used to... This was totally used to be my personal philosophy. I used to call it Mac truck time. When things went really well in my life, for a lot of my cynical days in high school and college, I would call it Mac truck time because clearly to balance out how well things were going, it was time for a Mac truck to hit me. Boom! And Where'd that truck come from? Over. This so fits. This sounds exactly like... This fits, for what, sure. Uh, ...what you're going through. All right, so here's what happened. Mac truck time. Here's what happened on Saturday. I get up giving myself a generous, like, two and a half hours to get to the airport. <laughs> Maybe three. Uh, I leave with plenty of time. That's a long time. It is. About halfway to the airport, I'm like, I forgot my winter coat. 
And I, in my split-second thing, I'm like, how important is a winter coat? I'm like, isn't it the most important thing that I need to bring to New York? Doesn't it trump everything else? Is there anything I'm bringing more important? All right, I got to go back. This was mistake number one. I turned around and went back to my apartment. Okay, mistake number two. I pulled up into the alleyway ready to go up and just grab a jacket and come back down. Turn off the car. Uh, two seconds later, I noticed there was a car behind me who I was blocking because I was in the alleyway. So I go to turn the car back on. Car is dead. That was mistake number two. Oh boy. Mistake <laughs> number three was I, I talked to the guy. He helped me put it into neutral and roll it back into my spot. But f- for some reason, since the car wasn't actually on, I'd forgotten the concept of how cars work because it wasn't like a car. It was like a giant thing with wheels that I was pushing. And so it didn't occur to me that brakes and things would still stop the car, even though the car was not actually on. Right. So as we were rolling it into so my it spot. It slammed into the wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bad angle and I clipped off my uh, my side view mirror on the right side. Oh dear God! That was mistake number three. Okay. Mistake number four. How long to the airport now? Was I immediately called a taxi because my car was dead, and get with no reasonable amount of time to get to the airport. So I should not have called a taxi. I should have called the airline and been like, I'm screwed. Can I at least stay at home while you explain to me how screwed I am? I'm inside. <laughs> like, no, I want to be at the airport to know how screwed I am and to be present and understand how screwed I am. So that's what I did. So I took an expensive cab. I went to the airport. I missed my plane by like 20 minutes. Oh. And uh, and then here comes the fun. Delta Airlines. Okay, here's... I missed the flight, right? So I call their rebooking line after I get like a lecture by some asshole attendant who's like, whoa, you should come in earlier. I'm like, well, maybe if the apocalypse didn't happen, I would have. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so Sir, are you supposed to account for the apocalypse? No, Thank you. You're supposed to leave 365 days early <laughs> in case of the rapture. Exactly. <laughs> I, okay. So I call the rebooking line. And I'm like... Do you have anything else that's in New York? And she's like, well, we have a 3.45 to JFK. And my original flight was a 12.45. And I'm like, that's great. She's like, the price difference will be $780. (laughs) And I'm like, what? With a low, low price difference. This is what happens when you don't allow for the apocalypse. $700 is your apocalypse cost. I was like, but, but, but I have, don't I have the reservation on the way back? Don't I have to just buy a one-way ticket? How could a one-way ticket possibly cost $800? And she's like, no. What happens when you miss your flight is your entire round-trip ticket gets voided, so you have to buy a whole new round-trip. This is, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's retarded. It's just corporate speak for, we've got you now, get ready to get charged whatever we want you to get charged. <laughs> oh, Jesus, okay. So I kept interrogating her. I'm like, clearly you're not going to make me pay you $700 to rebuy a ticket, and my reservation just goes away. Please tell me that's not going to happen. She's like, well, we do have this policy called same-day confirmed, which is like, corporate speak, corporate speak, corporate speak, where you do A, which is really onerous and b we don't screw you quite as badly as if you make a reasonable request and i'm like okay so go get on that hamster wheel you see this (laughs) giant hamster wheel once you run off the distance of your flight will let you on for half price ready i'm gonna get dun 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 oh no (laughs) we need more juice from baggage claim number four get him on the wheel (laughs) equivalent of washing dishes carry the airplane's weight in baggage from one end to the next and only lose two pieces. They Go. give you like logic puzzles. Yeah. Okay, you need to get these three suitcases from this plane to this plane, but this suitcase can't be on the same cart with Damn this suitcase. It. I don't know. I'm colorblind. I, color I, <laughs> I can't even... Oh. And this... <laughs> <laughs> <A color. laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So here's the, the actual rule was I didn't have to buy a whole new ticket if the following things were true. If I went to the same airport, which was LaGuardia, so which means I couldn't go to JFK, I couldn't go to Newark. Because that would be too complicated, because there are way more flights to JFK and Newark sure. than stupid LaGuardia. But I had booked to LaGuardia, so I could only right. get another flight to LaGuardia. And you can only do it three hours beforehand. So the next flight to LaGuardia was at 5.45. Oh, you can get five bumped, hours right? later. You can get bumped by anybody. I had no guarantee at that point. Okay. And if I wanted that flight at 12.45, it would have cost me $500. Oh but God. I could have gotten it for $20 if I sat and waited for two hours and then called again and asked for the exact same thing. <laughs> Which I did. And I was so lucky... <laughs> Because there was space available, and so I really lucked out. Because instead of getting, you know, a one-way flight at 12:45, I got a flight at 5:45 to Salt Lake City, and that was awesome. Wait a minute, wait I've wait never wait. been I to Utah. Was that lucky. <laughs> <laughs> most most people, there aren't that many people traveling this week, so I don't think it was that lucky at all. Well, yeah. the lucky part was that he ended up in Salt Lake. Um, I mean, not in America. Right. Yeah. There may be like two people in America. No, it was great. Did you go visit our servers in Orem? Yeah, oh, that's right. Orem, Utah. Good idea. You should have. Hmm. You should have gone and seen that. That might not have been a good idea, given yeah. Russ's luck. He would have like run the taxi into the building. It's like, true. why are we down? Well, it's my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Another down. rogue podcaster. <laughs> oh no! It's the server building. <laughs> so, so what happened in Salt Lake City? You just got there and left. <laughs> I. Well, I had to wait five hours for my flight, at which point I flew to Salt Lake City, okay. had a three-hour layover, <laughs> flew to Atlanta, okay. and had, then I had to get a taxi. I had a three-hour layover. You had a three-hour layover in Salt Lake City? Two three-hour layovers! <laughs> as opposed to one round trip. And then, <laughs> and then I went to... Okay, I arrived at LaGuardia at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. <laughs> instead of 9 p.m. 12 hours. Oh, for 20 minutes. 20 minutes wow. equals 12 hours. <laughs> Did it cost you anything? And that counts as an on-time arrival because you got there by nine. That's right. So it's all good. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was telling <laughs> my dad how, how I got a great deal. I was like, Dad, look, look, I traded in this ticket for one flight. I got three flights. I mean, come on, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a great deal. And your dad was like, Yes, son. Yes. Yes, it is. I've taught you well. Now get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was only for twenty-five dollars. And so the moral of the story is if you can help it, never, ever, ever, ever get trapped in what I call a corporate zone, which is a place where corporations have full control over your destiny, and there's nothing you can do but trust them and believe in them, because they will ream you where the sun don't shine. It is your They will destiny. get you good. And, you know, then you sit there so buying you're moving away from the US? Cracker Jacks for $10 a pop while you're, you know, trying to feed yourself so you don't starve to death on your 15 million hour voyage across the country <laughs> visiting every crappy city along the way. I know, it's like they, they bring you to the best cities, Salt Lake, then we send I you know. up to, like, you know, Big Sky, Montana, you know, like all the places. Very diff- two very nice airports, though, Salt Lake and Atlanta, completely electronic. And I'm going to venture that this was up. on Delta. I'm going to. He said Delta, yeah. Did I? Did I? Didn't I? I did. Oh, I I did say that, didn't didn't I? Okay, because otherwise I'd have been really impressed. So is Delta by far the worst? (laughs) Because I tend to travel in like Northwest and Alaska and stuff like that. They have declared bankruptcy. No, those are their hubs. They are. They are bankrupt. Not impressive. Oh, it's not so. Yeah, isn't Atlanta the most traveled airport? I think that's the biggest, most busy airport in America. I think either that one or O'Hare. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it overtook O'Hare not too long ago. There you go. So we are up on our airline ago, stacks at the MEP report. All three of us had yeah, a little... Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, I had a good friend who's, uh, <laughs> whose dad was a Delta pilot, so I know a lot Clea's cousin is a pilot. That's part of so. it. And I actually am a pilot. I'm uh, going to work at Delta for the holiday season, too. Oh, good. Yeah, you are. And my cat. I hear I hear they're looking for people with migraines. Captain. People with migraines are just what they want on the pilot, pilot train. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you get one. 
I also do get migraines on planes uncharacteristically often. That's, uh, that's sort of a seems to be a trigger. Hello, this is your no, captain, I'm Story sure. Clayton from the flight pilot. deck. We're traveling at 35,000 feet, and um, <laughs> I'm feeling really terrible right now. We're going to go into a long, slow fade as my Can head gets pushed into the. the <laughs> yeah, exactly. To your right is the sprawling San Fernando Valley, and to your left is the nebulous cloud of strobe lights. <laughs> <laughs> to your right is the plummeting ground. To your left is the sky above you as you plummet. Strobe cloud of dead. <laughs> Look, it's the aurora borealis. Oh, no! Oh, God! No northern lights! Flashing! Oh, natural crap. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, uh, oh, this reminded me of the MEP report where we talked about um, Disneyland. Because this really is one of the reasons I hate Disneyland. Because it's a corporate zone where you have nowhere to go other than to be reamed by there the Disney go, Corporation. Yeah. Right. This is this is what I hate. And plus, I was reading Fast Food Nation sure. on the entire trip, so that didn't help my mindset about these things either. <laughs> about, yeah. Yeah, so that would probably turn you down. About franchises and how I was gonna say that the world. I thought you were going to say that the lesson of the story is don't don't ever turn back for a winter coat. Like, go cold. That's the first lesson. Be cold. <laughs> I'm assuming that people are going to do that, though, because they're going to go there through that process here. and be like, I'll be cold. <laughs> I could have literally, like, eaten the coat. That would have been a better decision. <laughs> than going back for the coat. Like, what? I should have eaten the coat, got back into your house, and then eaten it. Going to the side of the road, found you the coat, and eaten it. Like, yeah, that would have yeah. been a better decision. You'd still have a rearview mirror. Your car would be running and parked where it should be. Exactly. You would have made the flight on time. I would have saved 12, 12 hours, hours. Saved the you fee. You would not owe more money to a bankrupt <laughs> company that was uh And the $25 you saved could go and towards buying you a coat while you're out I here. I could have gone on a fucking shopping spree to Burlington Coat Factory <laughs> once I arrived on time. But like, let's buy eight coats for no reason. Yeah, I'm smart. Well, that's not the you know the worst airplane story involves me um, missing a flight and getting in to see Clea late, and because Clea had thought that I was, it, it actually she just told me this story before you got home. Oh, really? Yeah, she oh was telling me about bizarre. this. Yeah, I I flew to Seattle to see to see Clea, and I had missed the flight um, because I had been late, which was very frustrating. And Clea had been running to get to what she thought was going to be my line, which was in fact actually going to be only three hours before I actually arrived and she tripped and like badly twisted her ankle and this was shortly before we were supposed to go cross country so you know traveling taking her car cross country after college and so basically like I got off the plane I'm like hey hun how are you and she's like you know she's like sort of crying and holding this cane and I'm like I see this isn't going to go well for me over the next, you know. And her father's like tapping her foot, <laughs> tapping his foot behind him. And then she like, hits Whoa. you with a triple migraine energy blow. <laughs> this is like, doing a migraine, 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 ankle heart dog! <laughs> 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 Oh god. Have fun later. Triple shot. Boom. Triple shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Triple sec sidecar. The Ralph Nader more that bakes the bush. That's uh okay. yeah. god. That's funny. Well, yeah. so I mean, I guess so the so you're worried at this corporate zone though. Like, yep. You were able Never, to ever. Always have an option to be not in a corporate zone. Always do be do able do to do walk do out do the do door. Do, 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 do. do not go to Hertz Rent-A-Car. You're entering a world. <laughs> Say, you're my corporate zone. Sight and sound, but of getting ripped off. <laughs> Look there, the sign-up ahead, the billboard, board, the, corporate the corporate zone. zone. That's right. Do, 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 do. Couldn't you have like, whipped out a membership a card and been like, AAA this, bitch, or been like... L.A. comedians, this bitch or something like that, and just like throwing some membership yeah, cards. Part of like, the powerful union yeah. known as the L.A. comedians. 
We get shit exactly. done, baby. <laughs> we make below minimum wage, and they're not booked, and they're screwed over, and bumped our set three hours. But I'm in the union. That means that they can't actually pour feces on my head in the middle of my set. They have like, worked hard they have for like that. big inflatable rats like on the stage where yeah. people are like non-union comics are coming up all the Scab! time. Scab! Scab! Yeah. Boo! Speaking of which, did you guys hear and about the Michael Richards thing? company with Michael Richards. Yeah, did you hear that? Nice job. He's... He's your union leader. Oh my god. Yeah, I was I was right on that. I didn't see I heard it was on YouTube and that you could see the whole thing. Have uh, you guys seen it? Oh, I got to see if I can track it down. It's it's I I but from what I heard and like you know what I I don't I what it really irritated me about it too was he was just like, "Yeah, it was a slip. The sad thing is I'm not a racist." I'm like, "Okay, here's the deal. When I slip, the only way that this comes <laughs> across is when you do it about like ethnic slurs, right? Like if someone said, "Um, oh my god, I want to have sex with that 12-year-old." Like no one would say, "Oh, that's just a slip of the tongue." Like I'm not really a pedophile. Like I mean, Give me a freaking break. The guy slipped. You know, you don't have these thoughts. I don't think to myself, let me make racial slurs of black people. It's they the don't cross my like mind. monkeys on a typewriter. Uh, you know, occasionally they will type <laughs> out, I hate black people. But it's really just completely random. <laughs> it's just in everyone's brain. That's Trust right. him. No, really. Well, people no with reason. Tourette's syndrome have yeah. that problem, which is, you know, they, they come up with, like, That's really true. horrible racial slurs that they don't necessarily believe in. You're saying he has Tourette's syndrome? Well, they do, because that syndrome mentally makes you do the things that you would find the most horrifying to yourself and say those That's things. So That's like ironic. part of it is that whatever so you tr whatever you try to keep from yourself is what you end up coming out with. So I don't really think he's got that defense. It's like, whenever I'm angry, I say opposite day. That's what happens to me. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. On Greg's computer, yeah. we are now watching Michael Richards flip out at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> I was like... Why am I why am I doing the show by myself, guys? Guys, we need we need three voices here because they're watching TV. This is really good radio, oh guys. Oh my god. It's awesome. It's so good. It's so great. Okay. Wow. Oh. Tune in next time as they react okay. even more <laughs> violently. <laughs> Sorry. This is great radio. We were we're going to watch it by ourselves on, <laughs> on a screen. Why don't we just link the Michael Richards rank to the report? Just Man, done. Uh, Jesus. He, he no, literally just no. shouts out How the N-word like three times. Yeah. Like, that's the most ridiculous yeah. thing I've it ever heard. It looks like Kramer on Crystal Meth, no, basically. No, it really is like, it's like give the most racist <laughs> outburst ever. Yeah. It really is everything you think it yeah, is and more. and more. It's and then really he was saying something about, like, see, I'm pushing the envelope. And it's like, see, here's the other thing. I think, like, Russ, you can tell me if I'm wrong on this. Like, Cleo was saying that this is just the unbelievably unprofessional actions of someone who does not handle a heckler, and like you just can't react. To, like you can't, you can't over like be, leave out the racist stuff. He can't do that anyway. He can't be like fuck you, crowd. I, you know, which is basically what he was just doing. Like he wasn't being clever. He's like, we'd stick a fork up your ass and throw. It's like what? It's it's a it's a it's a tough bitch goddess that comedy thing. It's tough. You could totally push the envelope like that and lose your mind and have it be funny but if it turns on you and you do something that you shouldn't do would you ever turn that you but that no i would never do that obviously and i don't think he shouldn't have done it either but that's what came out <laughs> oh come on right what you look almost if, everyone would just in a fit of random rage say ninety thousand of the worst things bear this ever. in mind yes, exactly if, if you're michael richards person, that's my point personally you have trained yourself to go with your instincts at every turn like you do not think worst you just instinct act, ever and you start literally having a seizure in the middle of the stage, and that's why Kramer's funny. Now, you put him on stage where he's not, you know, um, wedded to a dialogue or a script, and that can be problematic. But, I mean, I, things will just come out. What's funny is that we were talking about this, like, three or four weeks ago on this show. We were talking about 
uh, classically trained actors versus stand-up actors. And we actors talked about Michael Richards specifically. For stand-up yeah. actors. And we talked specifically about him as an example of a classically trained actor yep. who could still be funny when there was a crowd. Apparently, Apparently not. not. There you go. Apparently and you not. know, a lot of his comedians, too, Apparently turned not. on him. So, yeah. They were, like, a lot of stand-up comedians were just like, you know what, uh, he should never have, like, I heard, I think it was, like, George Lopez, who I'll admit is not, you know, God's gift to comedy, but, you know, oh, whatever. He's my favorite comedian. He was like, you know what, George like, Lopez. this guy has no business being on a stage. He should have, you know, never gotten into stand-up in yeah, the first place. I don't like, think he, he, They just, like, okay, they, met, they reamed him. It fair, wasn't like they came to his defense. They just reamed him. Like, okay. So. To be fair, Greg... If somebody like, if Jerry Seinfeld went and like shot up a nightclub and killed 13 people and was vaguely repentant and being like, you know, the funny thing is, is I actually night, like uh, people who visit nightclubs most of the oh, time. Oh, I agree. Oh, no. I There's no excuse for this. No, no, no. Also. I agree. No, I, I, I have no interest. I'm glad they turned on him. Oh, yeah, I agree. Leave him out to the dog. I was just surprised. Okay. No, no. I was saying I was surprised <laughs> that they didn't like, you know, because there would be normally like a circle the wagons <laughs> mentality, but there wasn't at all. Like they were just like, no, yeah. screw you. You're an idiot. What's the deal with mass homicide? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke for some debaters in the audience. <laughs> there's some some decency. Yeah, yeah. but surprising it's, decency. You know what else I from the comedians? I wonder about that though because it's. Too, I don't know if you've seen his act, Russ, but apparently Bob Saget is the most foul mouthed oh, yeah, like guy him. in a comic routine ever. Oh, apparently, yeah. like he's just. Is yep. that true? He's just like yeah. absurdly over the well, top. Well, it's good. He plays off of being the kind uh, dad from Full House. That's what I mean. Like, is Talk it directly like opposite? Like, right. well, I think he just hates it. He, I mean, he was a stand-up before that, and so he doesn't like having to live in that persona. So when he gets on stage, he really lets it go, and he just talks about filthy things the whole time, so it makes him feel better. It's cathartic, and he's not funny anyway. Oh, by the way, speaking of, and I saw him at the DMV one sorry time to go too. Back, but That's the end of my story. Which is not a corporate zone, but still sucks. It's bad for other reasons. Right. <laughs> Speaking of circling the wagons, though, did you hear that Kramer then, Michael Richards then went and did the next show the next night at the same club that they didn't keep him from doing well, the next the show? Well, the guy said that he he wouldn't let him back on the stage unless he apologized. I'm like, oh, that's big of them. How about un until oh. he, like, grows a new brain? I actually know the guy who runs the Laugh Factory gonna... in L.A. His oh, name yeah? is Jamie, and he's kind of a douchebag, and he's well-known, and which doesn't make any sense to me because he's very well-known for, like, propping up and, like, helping out minority comics, so the fact that he would let Kramer perform the well, next he was night is really busted. When it happened, he was like, I'm so sorry, this isn't what we're all about. Then he lets him back because the guy says he's sorry? Like and you just, and that's by the way that's the other thing. Since when did I'm sorry like uh, apparently compensate for everything ever? Did that when did that happen? Mm -hmm. Did I miss the yeah. memo? I just shot your you know I shot your wife in the head. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well now yeah. that you've said sorry right. and like, also sorry. isn't there like a, a go, go get a new one? Yeah. Like they isn't there a cooling off period yeah. or something? Also the only thing less effective than virulent racism comedy is apologetic comedy. I know, so that's going to be even worse. My bad. I'm sort of subdued and sad, but here's my routine. <laughs> I am really, I really regret the things that I've done. Speaking of regret. How about them yeah. Knicks? Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming out. Funny. Thanks for coming out to the bar mitzvah. I really appreciate you coming here. And if Take you could... my apology. Please. Oh my God, yeah. man. If he wanted to do it a stand-up routine, well. they should just set up a prop door, and he would just walk through the door 50 times as Kramer, and that would be his routine. You know, I, I just won't be able to watch it anymore, though, what? without thinking about that whole routine. It's crazy. Well, that's the whole thing. That's why Jerry Seinfeld was one of the first most outspoken people about the whole incident. He's like, oh, my God, we're releasing these DVDs yes, over season seven. Corporate zone. We've got to get out and do this. <laughs> yep. yep, it's true. We have to cover our now. Dude, you imagine yeah, how mad he is? No, He's like, I was about to buy my fourth yacht, oh, yeah. and you're screwing my sails on season seven. I'm gonna kick <laughs> your ass, true. Richards. Also, that you.
you can get like funny. bad laughs. The Laugh Factory, good club, but I mean, if you're coming from Michael, like it doesn't look to me like Michael Richards is on the way up. If he's like, you know, coming from like it's just he's sort of in. It's a major venue, but like he should not. Be, the fact that he's doing stand up is sort of a little bit desperate. I know, like because he was never a stand up comedian. Which was what the hecklers were saying in the first place, right? right? That's the hecklers right. Hecklers were saying this all is you why have is you're here instead of. Oh really? Yeah. Doing a show. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole. But the thing is, the whole and that's thing. why he blew up because it, it was true. Struck a bit of a nerve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> slight, slight nerve struck. He's like nerve connected. Uh, that really bothered Engaged me, and so nerve. I will now respond yeah. by giving you the nuclear, throwing out the N word at you for no reason <laughs> exactly. that has no impact oh, on God. anything at all. Right. We'll just yeah, exactly. So have a Holocaust joke. He's, he's actually yeah. he's always been a loose cannon though. I have like sure. I knew someone who lived in California who I used to speak to who had like an aunt that went on a date with him. And she said that he was, like, a horrible person. And he was just like... Really? Yeah, he was, like, totally, you know, all about trying to get her in bed and not being cool. And Michael Richards is sort I mean, as you can imagine, very, very talented guy, a little off the wall, sort of a loose cannon. Kind of like the story Clayton of the Mep Report. No. Right. Why did he play such normal characters then? I don't understand. <laughs> right, exactly. Who are clearly stable and predictable. All right, we need <laughs> but that's true. There have been some times where you snapped hair. story. And we've had to... Remember we had that, that cooling off period? Yeah, the where, crazy hair guy. Yeah. Yeah, and you started calling you started calling people meat eaters. Meat is right, dead. And meat I kept trying dead. to get you guys in bed, and I didn't respect you at all. Right, ending a million dollars an episode. I know. We, we're sick of it. And then and then to like turn right. around and like try to get each of us in bed separately and That's, not tell the other one. This is doing why it. I've this moved to cool. Eagle Studios. I, <laughs> I can't be in the same He's safe state here. here anymore. That's right. This is clearly <laughs> this is clearly where I should just flip out and call you guys crap. Yeah, except except that story because you don't have this in the back of your mind. You'd like fire back with like Yankee, and you'd be like, "That's not working." It's like Yankee. I mean, Northern Carpetbagger, you Carpetbagger. Oh, Whitey has a problem because I'm going to a doctor. Screw you, Whitey. Pretty much. But anyway, the point is, yeah. racial slurs, I not to, mental slips. Yeah. They're just not. They're not mental slips. That If you think, say them, you're o- thinking. Only when Mel Gibson does them. There. Exactly. Well, I was thinking, yeah. you know, he's this guy is a new candidate. <laughs> Michael Richard, new candidate for... Uh, Dar- title, Darwin Awards what? No, no, no. The title. The, the Mel Gibson... No, the thing we do. Racist Award? No, yeah. the, what the, what the oh, hell do they call that? The compulsory the pejorative. Oh, yeah, title. the CPT. Oh. Yeah. What are we Very good. Yeah. Very good. Like doofus, yeah. right? Or not? Hipster doofus. Well, that's what they called him on the show. He was a hipster doofus. There you go. So now he's a hipster racist doofus. Hipster racist doofus. HRD. Right. Good job. Yes. HRD. How about KKK HRD? HRD. KKK HRD. I actually get called cracker a lot on the street. Really? Near where I work. Really? Exciting. Yeah. Do you punch him out? Do you punch him out? What's funny is that is that people don't. I've thought about this, like everyone in the Tenderloin, you know, which is the worst neighborhood in San Francisco, which is, it's you know, I work right in the middle of it. <laughs> I, and I prefer working the in the uh, Salisbury um, State. I was just going to say, <laughs> you got to go over to the London Broil, take it <laughs> right true. at the ribeye, and you'll be right there. Dude, I got in a palm right in the middle of the porter yeah. house. It <laughs> is solid. He did me medium well. <laughs> So, I live in you know, the McNugget. I hate my what, life. How, you better skirt that state. <laughs> if they were named like that, this would be called the, like, Trash McNuggets. You know, it's, it's that level of neighborhood. Trash it McNugget. happens to be called the Tenderloin. It would be the McNugget that you pick up. It, like, you drop it behind the counter, and it has all this hair on it, all this fuzz, and you're, like, wiping it off. And your kid's looking at you hungrily, like, 10-second rule, 10-second rule. And you're like, 
Uh, uh, I just no, read no, Fast Food Nation. Gross. Trash I know what that's made of. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So it's that one. That's basically the neighborhood where I work. And everyone wants your attention there, especially if you're long-haired and you look like you, you know, like the drugs. So everyone's constantly trying to get your attention. But nobody knows my name. I don't wear a name tag, except on days when we have events. But for the most time, you know, I don't wear a name tag. Hey, Bluebeard. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, well, pirate, then they just hailed me as a pirate on Halloween. <laughs> what a sure. pirate. But, uh, but most hey, matey, time, you want some did. speed or what? Oh, I mean, they t- <laughs> Exactly. Yo, Cracker <laughs> so, wants some poppy. Hey, landlubber, come here. I got something exactly. for you. Precisely. So, so most of the time, you know, they don't know what to call hey, me. Peg leg. And uh, what comes out a lot of the time is. Uh, I got your hooker right here. I got your so, shoulder uh, parrot right here. <laughs> so they just call you yeah. Cracker. They can call you Whitey uh, or Hey You or yeah, Thin and, and Guy or like, Hippie. Don't they call you it's Hippie? Not like a, it's not even really a slur. It's like they're trying to track me down. It's like, come over here. Hey, cr- Cracker, come on. C- come over here. So. I mean, it's just really interesting, you know. So you get very, very good at just staring straight ahead and moving on through the crowd. But uh, couldn't you get in the I habit like of taking? Boy, would I have a lot of them. I was just gonna say, cheap. don't you get in the habit of taking small, <laughs> tiny little Ziploc bags of sugar and then you just toss them to your right? It's like people, you just like toss them at them, and I'll, that'll hold them off for a while. Yeah. And then you just go on. Those are like depth <laughs> charges. Or like, <laughs> what are those things? Countermeasures. Countermeasures, yes, thank you. <laughs> Release <Right>. countermeasures. <laughs> oh, Whoa, oh, that's a crack bag. Stop <laughs> bag. Let's go with that side. <laughs> bag of pee. Oh, oh, my God. He's got no. clean pee. Get it. I need the clean pee for tomorrow. <laughs> clean pee is a commodity, man. Don't say what. Oh, <laughs> it's important. That's hilarious. That's worse than Trash McNugget. Uh, but it's actually <laughs> very worse. safe. I mean, at least to me, so far, no one has uh, no one has assaulted me at all. My boss has been assaulted a couple times, but uh, no one has no one's gone after me. Really? Carrying food is dangerous. Carrying food is as as far as we've determined. Even though you know uh, the place I work runs a million meal a year free food place, but still carrying food. You can get uh, get tagged for your food, but that's about it. So you know, re- remarkably safe. It would be. It's against what you would. Expect. What would happen if you carried like a box full of tenderloins and you just threw them at people? Would they Would they understand the irony, <laughs> or would they just eat them? I, They'd I stop and go, might. "Man, I mean, this is so strange." <laughs> or they call it the TL, the TL, or, or the tenderloin. So the TL. Yeah. But we have a movie coming out. A movie coming what? out about the TL and uh, about about uh, the place where I work. So it's very exciting. I mean, it's not. Totally about it's that. Called it's called all sizzle no dot dot dot. It's called Fast Food Nation, starring Greg Kinnear. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. It's about a guy who uh, who was homeless and uh, pulled himself up. It's a it's a Ronald Reagan story, but it does oh, good. involve uh, oh, it's, a place where I it's work. Trading it's Places with Dan Aykroyd so, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. And Randolph and Mortimer. Yeah, there you okay, go. Sorry. So you should go see it. That's the end of my promotion. The Tenderloin movie. Are, is your is your thing Smith. in there? Is your yeah. is your organization in the Tenderloin movie? Yeah, it was. Some of it was filmed at our uh, at our place, and uh, were you in it? And with real actors from uh, real street people. Did no, you go they, wandering they past they the camera the and wave? Just before I got hired oh, there. Okay. So no, Hi. no, you will not see Hi, me. Mom. I'm not an extra. That's funny. You will see Will Smith and street people. Really? And will Smith. Cool things. Will Smith. Yeah. Hot. Will Smith. Oh, it's like a major. It's Oscar. coming out the fifteenth. It's like a major Christmas family movie. Yeah, it's like the real deal. Hmm. So it's gonna be oh, promoted on. Oh, is Oprah this the homeless guy who works himself and works in the uh, as a trader in the stock market? I think I've seen previews for this. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, I saw the previews You've for heard that. It, yeah. And he starts in the yeah. tenderloin. That's yeah, he actually one. plays an older guy too, which he is starts, he starts out of and, the norm uh, for Will Smith because he plays a dad. 
for most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like him crossing over into serious yeah. movies. The big, uh, the big moment. Yeah. I worked for a nonprofit that released a movie one time, but it was uh, Weeds, <laughs> narrated by Woody Harrelson. <laughs> of course it was. It was, it was a good movie. I have it on my computer. If anyone wants it, I will totally pirate it to you. So you can learn the truth. <laughs> That's funny. The truth about what? About America's Weeds. war on marijuana. Hey, on the um, latest okay. upon further review, we gave the war on drugs a 0 to 10. Oh, nice. Yeah, we did, we did the war on oh, yeah. The war on drugs, not the like... The war on Iraq. The, okay, good and stuff. And the war, uh, war on drugs, war on Iraq, and... Because um, the uh, war on drugs has failed a lot longer than the war in Iraq. Right, well, we started with the war on drugs, yeah. and then we sort of moved on to the war in Iraq, and also gave that a 0, which is our first 0 that we've ever given on the show, so it was very easy. Oh, hey, can I talk about my relationship now that there are 30 seconds left in the show? Oh, my God, yeah, everybody. exactly. Oh, yeah, so I met a girl we're going to meet tomorrow. And, you right, know, so whatever, explain this girl that you want to get married destiny to. And, uh, well, we're out of time. Well, you still, oh, haven't, we're out of time. You still, haven't, <laughs> you still haven't gone on your date, though. And you got eight so minutes left. It's going to be like a, a retread of last week. No, he yeah, hasn't told true. you. Got plenty of time we didn't talk about this story. We retread last week. Russ, tell us the name. Oh, her name is Shira. Um, which is the same name as the Princess of Power. As did anyone who followed our link to your friendship profile. I can't profile believe... I saw the person who clearly wrote the schmoopy I haven't got a chance to speak to you this week because I've been traveling story. I can't believe you put the link in the show notes. Like, <laughs> he said he would. I told he said you he I was going to do it on the air. I said on the air, I'm going to put it in the show notes. There was no mystery. I wasn't here was last no week. Involved. The Lispy guy was here last week. Oh. Yeah, that's true. This is a whole different oh, California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very well. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. All well, right. it's the Lispy guy's profile. So you're here, but I want to ask about you're this. Here's yeah, what Walter Cronkite's profiling up there. <laughs> uh, Russ explained it to me earlier today, and here's what I don't understand. Now, list, long-time <laughs> listeners of the MEP Report will remember um, Russ's situation with J-Date. So here's what I don't understand. I, I totally buy all of the sort of, you know, it's mystical, it's magical, it's crazy, it's meant to be, etc. But... I'm having a hard time seeing how you broke through the skepticism. Although I know it's strictly taboo. Exactly. Let's see. And that's exactly my point. When what, what you, you just saying. rouse the jade eight way, then I say, hey, let's meet in San Francisco or New York <laughs> or wherever you're leading me to. Because this is the thing, like, <laughs> Russ feels like he's found a soulmate. Like, he feels like he's literally found a soulmate. And he said, and he's, he said to me... Do you really feel he that said way? To me, he's yes, like, I do. He said, Greg, have you ever heard me talk sure, about this with awesome. any other person? I'm like, no. And you've known this person for 12 days, right? Approximately. Wait, wait, wait. Did he really ask, have you ever heard me talk about this with anyone else? Because, of course, you wouldn't have heard it, because he was talking about it with someone no, else. No, what I was saying is, did he ask, have I ever did referenced another female in this way? Oh, Okay. I was like, but the question really, have you ever eavesdropped on me while I'm talking about love? And I said... Because that was totally different. Right. And um, I said, sure, seven <laughs> innings in a baseball game. I totally yeah. heard you hear something like that. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. You, I mean, I haven't heard a lot of the way you've been talking about it, so I can't compare it to anything. <laughs> it's like in a black box. I mean... I don't know what it just, is, except on the last use show. Use your doctor's note font. Well, mate, I hadn't heard... Just, I'll write I it out for your doctor's note font. Yeah. Like box He's, yeah, there you go. And uh, that's I not all. I heard that, so that's a Do big you want to talk about the plans, the the theoretical plans? Oh, well, I mean, it's not a big deal. You know, she's going to move in with me into L.A. She's and moving in out to L.A. years, maybe. we're going to move back to New York. And, it's not uh, a joke. You know, have really kids, not whatever. But that's to be determined. To be determined after the first date. Are you sure you want to wait that I know, long? I know, I know. Uh, that's that's a long time. And I asked him that's about physical attraction. To be patient for that 
Yeah, that I much. asked him about is he going to be physically attracted because I'm like, ah, you know, let's remember the last he time this happened. Picture? That's exactly see, what that's what I'm saying. He's like, no, her name's Schmoopy. Of course, it's, I was just like, on. what? Are you saying that like I have in the past been skeptical about online <laughs> internet profiles and pictures and argued that unclear <laughs> pictures are burn victims? <laughs> Uh, it's just ridiculous and offensive. <laughs> You're a bunch of crackers. There's no widely known phrase called MySpace angles that is talked exactly, about on exactly. every online forum in the country. It'll be this. <laughs> That's never Oops, happened. Story. What, 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 who, who created these sounds under what circumstances? Uh, 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 oh, we can't talk about that on the uh, No, we can't. That's not appropriate content for some that, of our listeners. That sounds really, that sounds really inappropriate. Oh, I see. Yeah, yes, it would it be. Does. Well, but um, the point was, <laughs> you're like, I'm just pointing what? out that there have like been previous... I'm just groaning. Yeah, I'm just groaning. I'm just groaning on I know, air. but the point What's is that there have you? been times when Russ has reacted to pictures. That's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about when, like, you know, I would get more it's pictures true, of people. Uh, you know, you guys know. Our listeners don't need to know about these Russ things. Is this is just for us. The, the double down theory. Russ is just doubling down. Every time you lose, this is a this is a classic gambling theory. At a game yeah, that you is, think you're pretty proficient like at, this. you just go in and you lose. And every time you lose, you double down. You just you wager twice as much as you wagered before because then if you win, you win it all back and more. And then and Russ has lost like 14 times in a row. So all he has left is like soulmate. who he's gonna live Show with. Me soulmate. soulmate. Future, marriage. It's just like this is the last one. This is the last Dude, bet. So he's doubled it all. He's got. He's risking everything. If you call me on We're Wednesday, actually in the bet, Greg. Someone else gets to be on the show and be friends with us if he loses oh, really? this time. Uh, is it Ro- is it Robert yeah, Redford? He's going to be replaced by. Like I totally see him like no, over a pool right. table with Robert Redford. I totally see you know Robert Redford just being like, well, a million dollars. There you go. You know, because that's how it starts out. They go that's to the true. casino and it's an indecent. Proposal. There you go. That's right. There you this go. This is no. Ordinary love. She completes me. Oh my God. He's seriously, yeah. folks. He, this is not a so. persona. Like I'm so, I swear to God, he's not making this up. Like this girl has come in, like infiltrated. I'm really excited. She water. had me. I mean, I am. I'm weird science. My friend, not just my concern. She had me at Weird Science and Napoleon Dynamite. Weird Science. <laughs> I mean, the timeline. <laughs> The timeline works for me completely, right? The story would the be on my side. timeline is exactly in line with everything that I ever have felt and thought about love and relationships and experienced in my life. It's the not meeting that has me a <laughs> yes, little bit. Yes. That's Trifles. The only, that's the only Details. thing I can say. Well, story, she was a smoker. Maybe he you just should got her meet to quit. her first. Yeah, I've helped her to quit. She maybe smoked you should meet for the last six years. I've, I've helped her to quit smoking in the last week. Which she is she doing routinely wonderful snaps and yells out racist epithets. There you go. For no yeah, she calls me a cracker a lot. <laughs> which we're working, well, we're working on, on it. it. We're working step by step. <laughs> we're working through that. That's true. That's good. No, I mean, I'll, all signs point to yes. I just I'm going to hold my breath yes. until you beat her. Yeah, I'm the magic eight ball of the map sports. <laughs> Didn't we know this? Wispy ethereal things. It's my department. <laughs> Outlook good. Okay, but if you shake Ask me a third later. time, it's going to get dicey. We'll see. So you better leave the me alone. The most profound thing yeah. about this whole thing, which. Greg has been flipped it, which should, you know, really affect you, too, is that you know me. I'm the guy who argues against the wispy ethereal things. I'm the counterpoint to oh, that. Yeah. And what has it's happened true. in the last two weeks has affected me so greatly that I'm actually beginning to change my entire world perspective about the way things work. Yes! This you is all true. Can put us on my <laughs> Like, seriously. I didn't believe in soulmates 
set is so in phenomenal. October. And so he's turning you into a Mormon, and he's not going to be funny anymore. Mormon. No, neither one. <laughs> what are you talking? You didn't even have the pieces. I was explaining to Greg. You didn't, you didn't have I was like, at this age, what I really am looking for is someone who doesn't actively annoy me all the time. And if I can find that person, that magical person <laughs> who doesn't annoy me all the time, I will settle for them and be content. And that was my plan until I met. We have no evidence. She were princess of power. Smoopy, Smoopy, hang on. Uh, it's great. No, it's like soulmates because I was always like thinking of myself as He-Man and like <laughs> she's she she And I'm like, I was telling him, I was telling him if she's got yeah. a cat called Cringer to back the hell away and get the hell out of Dodge, like yeah. totally. Awesome. Tune in next week when Skeletor throws a spanner in the works. <laughs> Skeletor is the one that killed my you car. Met Skeletor, made me miss my you. flight and drove me on a taxi 20 minutes later. Uh, and then he also runs Delta trying. into the ground well, every but then few years. That's a great story. <laughs> That's right. If you do end up getting married, it's so much better that you had like a tributative story than it's like good word. Yeah, and tributative. then how do you actually finally meet, Dad? How do you how do you finally meet? And it's like, well. I got on it a all began with I, Skeletor, I son. <laughs> no, this was, story would be like, I was, did a MEP report, on the and it was, was phenomenal, it a, and, and then like, I met her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? That's true. Well, there is that. How I MEP your mother. Yeah, how weird is that, that our kids are going to be able to, like, listen to what we thought at, you know, age 20. I know. That's really... Or They're going to do the MEP report the next are. generation. I still think I'm 20. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, so brief, brief emu robot there. overlords yeah, rule us so all. Now you have a totally good story yeah. that you're like, then I went back and got my coat and deflected the $700 bill and <laughs> ran all the way down and spent the night in Salt Lake and spent the night in Atlanta and I did all this for you. Your yeah. mama. And it's much better for your mama. Way. And without that, you wouldn't be that's here. That's right. That's right. We're yeah. looking forward to the super right. green so destiny sperm. I want to give sperm. a shout out to Russ Jr. for his listening <laughs> 20 years from now. Put up Greg and Story Jr. Don't let anyone and, call uh, you along here. The Jews don't I name the kids after themselves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do this. Russ Gruberman the third. <laughs> that's his true. His name is... Not unless unless they're dead. It's, Gil, it's so, Gilbert uh, Gooberman. Who's, who's the recently <laughs> dead relative? GG. Gibby Gooby. We call him Gibby Gooby. Gil Goob. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Schmoopy Goob. Obviously, his name is also Schmoopy. Schmoopy yes. Gooberman. Right, exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. I just want to say, this map's for you. That's good stuff. Yeah. And this map is also for all of you folks, because we've come to the end of another hour. Do we have anyone that we want to give thanks? We want to give thanks for the show, give thanks for everything we've got, give thanks for friends. Do you have anyone to do anything cheesy? Ross has nothing to be thankful for. No, this not really. What it's all, it's all a wash. I, you know, my car died. I can't really be happy. <laughs> that changes things. it all. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of a wash. Very nice. Well, story, I predict tomorrow the doctor will cure your migraines. Russ will find the love of his life. And uh, I'm already done with grading, so I've achieved my great deed for the year. So I'm all I was going to say, and you'll grade papers. And I'll grade papers. And Greg will still oh, be grading papers. Oh, God. Good Wednesday. That's our show. Say goodbye, everybody. Tune in next week when everything is solved and we lose our ability to be funny because tragedy is the only way to be funny. Happy second five day. Second five. <laughs> Super <laughs> 70 million delicious ducks in one body. Go. <laughs> nader, nader, nader. <coughs> nader, nader, nader. Triple nine. Power. Super migraine tofurky power kill you. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report. Hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. 
Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MemReport.com and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away